0: Welcome back to another episode of the hashtag OwnYourDifferent show. I am your host and the creator of hashtag OwnYourDifferent, Madison Dorncamp. I'm also the creator of the Madison Dorncamp blog. Anything on the internet that says Madison Dorncamp, for the most part, I've created it. Welcome back, friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I don't really know where we're going with this week's episode, so buckle up cause shit's probably about to get good. First off, Starbucks about killed me today. I love Starbucks. Let's just start there. I could I wish they would sponsor me. Hey, um, but I ordered a Nitro cold brew with honey and cinnamon, and I have no idea what they did. But I, but that coffee is sitting on my countertop still because I took a couple drinks of that thing and thought that I might have a heart attack, that my heart might pound right out of my chest. So, just shout out to Starbucks for almost killing me on that one. Let me tell you, at least I wasn't tired anymore. And I was just thinking this week a lot about happiness and about what drives happiness. And the reason the reason I bring this up is... Because I have spent a lot of personal time in the last couple, two or three weeks, um, kind of pivoting my life almost as far as I had some different opportunities that I originally was going to take and then ended up not taking because it didn't align with what my vision is for my life, which is kind of crazy to say because obviously the it would have been a financial increase, but. I learned back at the end of 2017 to not do anything just for the money. And anyone who knew me prior to 2017, if you knew me in the time frame from... When I graduated college, which would have been 2014 through 2017, you know that my primary focus on anything was money. I was always after the money. I didn't care what it was. I could be fine with whatever as long as the money was enough. Well, let me tell you what happened, friends. I was working in a restaurant in December of 2017. And mind you, I absolutely loved working in a restaurant. I loved it. I love the service industry. Anyways, I made more money in December of 2017 than I had ever made prior. It was plenty of money for me, and I was miserable, terribly miserable. Honestly, it was, it was awful, and I came to the epiphany then that I could never again do something just for the money, and... Then ironically, I ended up taking a job that made less money, but was gave me a better lifestyle, and ultimately ended up making a lot more money because I learned and grew, and now do my own supplementing. Um, so I was thinking about that, and I was thinking about how many times we do things in life for the money instead of for our enjoyment. Obviously, you're not going to love every day of work. However, I will say. I love 95% of my days of work, regardless of what it is. I mean, granted, I think the biggest shitstorms I have are usually at Pure Bar because some wild crap happens there, like, note to self, just public service announcement, please do not show up to Pure Bar in open-toed socks during a pandemic, or please do not show up to Pure Bar with no socks on during a pandemic, or ever, That's gross. You're going to go put your feet, your face where your feet are in that room. Nope. Nope. Friends, tell your friends, don't let them do that shit. Anyways, how many times in life do you do something for the money? Because what I have learned is there are so many other driving factors of happiness other than money. Do not get me wrong on this either. I love nice shit. Love it. My Louis, love it. A decent car, I love it. Um, Freedom to not feel like I'm going to have a meltdown because I don't have enough money to pay for groceries. Love it. But there's a point where making money in my opinion versus giving up your life isn't worth it. And I personally just went through that. So I felt like I wanted to share it with you because maybe you're in a place in your life where you're thinking of taking a job maybe you really don't like or doing something strictly for the money. And this is just my reminder to you to really think about those driving factors in your own life. Think about what makes you happy. For me, flexibility. Man, I love flexibility. If you told me that I could make $300,000 and keep the flexibility that I have, or I could make half a million dollars and I would have to go into an office from 9 to 5, I would take that $300,000 in a heartbeat and be like... I never needed that extra 200 anyways because happiness means more than money any day of the week. Anyways, I hope you get the point on that. And this past weekend, just in case I got any brides, Gab and I went wedding dress shopping. And it also came to my attention that most people don't know. So brides, bride-to-be... I got a long time before I'm walking down any aisles. Like at this rate, I might be a 95-year-old woman before I get down the aisle, hoping I make it to 95, you know, just hoping. Um, it takes anywhere from eight months to a year sometimes to get a gown. So if you're thinking you're getting married next September, you need to have a dress mound by this September. Just Just a couple heads up on that. Because I've seen a lot of people on Instagram recently thinking that... They could just go in and get a dress really quick. Well, you have to remember the coronavirus is going on, and most of those gowns are made in other countries. So not only are they made in other countries, they normally would take a long time anyways. So just in case you were wondering, public service announcement on that. Also, before Gab and I went to went wedding dress shopping, first of all, obviously she looked incredible in every, anything and everything. Um... We had appointments, which you should do, in my opinion, if you're wedding dress shopping. But she also had an idea of what she wanted, but she really just was so open-minded, which made it so fun for all of us. And I had talked to some of my friends that have been married and asked them, like, in hindsight, what would you do different as far as wedding dress shopping goes? And they had mentioned thinking about photographs. So I thought this was a really good hot tip. So listen up, brides, brides brides-to-be, people who think you're boyfriend's going to propose soon. Take some notes. Um, They told me to think about the photos. So for example, if you bought a princess gown, that might not photograph as well as if you bought like a mermaid gown or if you bought a tight-fitting gown or something in that such. I thought that was the best hot tip I had received. So I just wanted to pass that along to all of you. And now for my actual topic of the podcast. I had someone request me to ask to talk about um, losing weight and keeping weight off. And that's such a loaded question in my opinion because I think every day is fucking hard. I don't have a different way to say that and, may- and maybe for other people it's not. But we, my therapist and I were also talking about this today so welcome to my therapy session. I'm free though. Um. so when you lose weight or you start to lose weight it's fun obviously it's fun to see yourself make progress and sometimes like those strict diets obviously work but it can be so hard to maintain I did an entire blog post on this if you go back and look um, on my blog about weight, and managing my weight, and my eating disorders, and everything that has came with that, because I will tell you, I struggle with eating. I've struggled with eating disorders. I give the full breakdown on my blog, like, no, I've never been anorexic, and I'm sure you're thinking, how have you had an eating disorder? You are a normal-sized human. I am a normal-sized human, and I still have an eating disorder. I don't really have it anymore, I don't think, but I will say, I do have definite mental struggles with food. And I shouldn't tell you this, but I'm just, I'm so honest. I weigh myself almost every day. And I know no one else would ever recommend you do that, but you do you because that's what works for me. So I literally get on the scale almost every day, if not every day, because that's how I hold myself accountable. I attempt to track calories, but 95% of the time it doesn't work. I fortunately love to work out. I love to move my body. I love to set like a strategy for myself almost. So when I'm planning out my day, I plan out my movement. I try to hit 10,000 steps. I try to burn 700 to 1,000 calories a day. I strive to have a very active lifestyle because that's the person I want to be so that's kind of what I create and I'm also fortunate because I have Hartley who requires to go outside and her and I walk anywhere from one to four miles a day and I know during quarantine especially and honestly it's just all of 2020 at this point a lot of like hangouts that I've done is I'm like hey do you want to come with me to walk my dog like if you want to have quality time with me Like, let's just walk my dog. So that's one huge hot tip for keeping weight off after you've lost weight is just keeping an active lifestyle. Like, drink more water. When in doubt, drink more water. If you're bored, drink water. Hungry, drink water. Sad, drink water. You get the theme, just drink a bunch of water. And active lifestyle and just reach for the better option, and I know that sucks and I'm telling you this, mind you, I'm telling you this and I've ate three s'mores this week, maybe four. And I had to throw the box in the trash um because I have no self-control. And I know that, which is so unfortunate because a normal human could put something in the cupboard and never want to eat it. You put s'more ingredients in the cupboard for me and I'm going to eat everything. Like unfortunately I've not gotten through that part of my life yet. I may never get through that part of my life. I'm sure at some point I'm going to have to be able to do that because hopefully one day I have children and they want to eat a s'more. If they don't want to eat a s'more, I don't think they're going to be my kids. So there's that. But that's another like hot tip is just reach for the better option and don't buy things at home that aren't the better option. Like for me personally, I know how my body works and I know what my body runs on best, meaning energy levels. I care a lot about my energy because your girl has the ability to take a nap and that is terrible. I also have like a gift for sleeping. So those two things combined can actually be not good, not good at all, friends. So I have to have a high energy level and by a high energy level, I know that means I do fruits, veggies, and fats. You notice I didn't say I go eat bread. I personally, especially right now, I don't do much bread, if any. I mean, obviously, there's days like I had pizza in Nederland or Nederland, however you pronounce that. If someone would like to let me know how you pronounce that, hit me up in the DMs. Um, We had pizza and tons of food that day, but that's not an everyday situation. Like I like to make those the exceptions, and I like to enjoy them and celebrate them and not Beat yourself up about it because one thing that I've always found that's really, really hard after you start losing weight or have lost a bunch of weight um, is that when you eat something that you know is bad for you, you beat yourself up. And I don't know if this happens to men. I know this happens to women because I talk to tons of women. It's so hard to not get in your head about it and then feel gross and be like, I feel so shitty about myself. Well, no, you chose to do that. And this is what I remind myself, you made the decision in the moment to indulge. If you made the decision to indulge, you have to make the decision to be okay with it. And I think that's probably actually the hardest part about trying to keep weight off is not every day is going to be a perfect eating day. Strive for a very good eating day. You know, they say that discipline is Is always more important than motivation. And that's so true because I know every day I'm like, wow, I lack in discipline. I think every night I go to bed, I'm like, I could be more disciplined. Like I never once have thought like, wow, my discipline is on point. I always think I have room for improvement there. So that's always just something to keep in mind is don't be striving for a goal or perfection or to get to where you're going, like soak in the transitional moments. And I learned this from yoga because I've done a lot of yoga this um, dur- during 2020. Um, the transitional moments. So think of your keeping the weight off as your transitional moment. And in those transitional moments, you learn so much about yourself instead of rushing to the end game. So if your goal is to weigh 120 pounds and you weigh 140 pounds and you get to 120 pounds and then it's just like, oh, I'm done then no, you're not. It doesn't work that way. Just because you got to the end goal or got to your goal per se, it doesn't mean you're done because now you have to keep it there. So now you have another transitional, you have a transitional moment of navigating that and learning and becoming stronger and learning that about yourself. I am happy to go into more detail on my blog, but... If you have like specific questions on that, because I know that's when I got in the DMs a couple times, if you have really, really specific questions on that, please let me know. I'm so happy to answer them. And I don't really have much else for you guys this week. I do want to go back to the happiness thing, actually. So when I think of happiness and I think of money and I think of everything based around happiness, right, I'm going to challenge you. What makes you happy? Like, think about it. Like, do some soul searching and think about that. Think about what makes you happy. Do more of that. Because to me, freedom is happiness. Quality time is happiness. Some of the favorite moments in my entire life, like when I'm looking back, it's not when I won Miss Colorado. It's when I was holding my niece Harlow afterwards for the first time. And if you've never heard that story, I'll tell it quickly. So my niece Harlow wasn't even a year old when I was competing for Miss Colorado and I had never held her. She had been born in June and I was competing in October and she was so tiny when I saw her the first time so I'd never held her. And then we were in Greeley and I made my dad take me to Target and my sister-in-law and the two kiddos at the time, Willow and Harlow, were with us and I still wouldn't hold Harlow. I was like, no, no, no. She's like so, she's so tiny. Like, it's okay. And then I was standing next to my sister-in-law on Target. And I was like, maybe she's just my good luck charm. And the first time that I ever held Harlow was after I won. And she and I are best friends. We have the same personality. Who could have guessed? My brother's doomed. Um, but yeah. So those th- like those moments mean so much to me and those things mean much more to me than any dollar amount. Like being able to go see my friends, spending the 4th of July with them, seriously cuddling with my dog is so important. Like Hartley's not going to be here for forever. So I like to always remember that or even the, simple- the simplest things. Cooking for me brings me such great happiness. Cooking for my friends, cooking for my family, cooking for people that I love, feeding people. I just... I've always had a knack for wanting to feed people. If you knew me in high school, you know this is true because if we were friends, I probably made you waffles a few times before we went to school because that's just who I am. That's just like things that I enjoy. So I know that 2020 is hard. We are in such uncharted fucking territory right now. So I'm going to challenge you. Come up with things that make you happy, even the simplest shit. For me, my coffee in the morning, my Converse. I love wearing my Converse, so silly. Quality time, I love quality time. Love it, I. it's so great. Like And saying nice things to someone, random acts of kindness, I love writing cards. Like The simplest things can honestly bring you the most joy and that's what I want to leave you with. That's my challenge for you. I want you to come up with things that make you happy that don't involve you making a million dollars because, well realistically, we're all probably not going to be millionaires. So thank you, friends. I love you. Thank you for listening. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Um, follow me on Instagram at Madison Dorncamp. Follow me on the blog, MadisonDorncamp.net, And we'll talk. I have tons of promo codes coming at you soon. I just need to post them all. So stay tuned for those as well. All right. I will see you next week.